0: conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and I'm here with Michael Massey. Hello, Michael. Hello,
1: Kara. Hi, everyone.
0: So it's been a while. I feel like every time we do a podcast together you, now, I say it's, it's, been 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 while.
1: While. <laughs> it's been a while. And then we say, yeah, well, we've been busy with other things.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. But it's great to be Back here, it kind of, at this point, it just feels like I'm I'm putting on an old robe or something, like super right. comfortable. Like, ah, remember when we used to do podcasts? Right. <laughs> um, okay, so as we've been sort of feeling into what we want to talk about today, um, the thing that seems really pressing in my world is to do with This delicate balance um, when we are walking a path, a spiritual path, and we're trying to work through our growth and we're seeking teachings, we're seeking um, perhaps leaders who can help accelerate our growth. And there is a potential pitfall that can happen and this has kind of come into the forefront in my own life um, as I have borne witness to and um, experienced myself um, where you are um, feel like you start to see your path as not being the highest path for you, where you are in the moment. Um, And that can be for a number of reasons. Um, But there is this this razor's edge, really, when you're following teachers, um, when you're following specific teachings, where you may find yourself actually, um, instead of really coming into your power, which is an important part of evolution, spiritual evolution. Um, you are actually handing your power over and and you're actually diminishing your own power. and so this is something again, because i have i am I am seeing this, I'm kind of immersed in this at the moment. Um, I have had questions that have been presented to me as to one, what are some watch outs? How can, because when you're in it, it's really hard to see that it's happening. So I've had people directly ask me, how do I avoid happen, this happening to me because I, you know, don't want to go through this again. Um, so what are some warning signs to show like, oh, actually what you're involved in might not be of the highest good. And it, it may be that you are actually hindering your progress because you are coming out of your own power. Um, and what was the second thing?
1: Um, well, let's kind of start there. Okay. Okay. And, um, so as i As I gather the topic of the day here uh we're going be talking about personal power um and how to let's say uh cultivate it grow it grow one's vessel there's this the of course the desire on on the path is continuous expansion and improvement.
0: And I'll just mention, in one of our most recent um, podcasts, I think it's called it Is Love All You Need, I think was the, the title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to remember to put that in the show notes so you can refer back to it. But we talk about um, power as being one of the, the Holy Trinity. So it, right. you know it's an important piece to, to embody. embody.
1: Yes. And <laughs> so if we... Um, now, uh, uh, so this particular issue, and so and then also, let's like, okay, what are some of the the flags? Okay, mm-hmm. um, all right. So each of us has is granted a personal power re- reserve. Okay, and that and our personal power exists for us to actually operate and run our own vessel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when we're in when we're in alignment. With, uh, our, uh, with our with our our highest truth, if you will, okay. Then what happens is this personal power that we have um, is is used to maintain our own energy system, and then in cooperation with the universe, we actually create with what we call universal energy or universal power. So it 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 isn't. Um, and uh, this is the, um, uh, that's the love piece. We in the, the mm-hmm. in the prior thing we'd gone through the, um, the love, wisdom, and 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 power. And so when you bring all these together, then um, so you have the you have your own energy that maintains your own system, and then. There's the act uh, or of creation or co-creation, if you will, with the universe where it's, where it's a universal uh, energy source. And so that's why the act of pure creation isn't one of really of depletion.
0: Mm.
1: So you're not, you're not really using your own personal power to create. You're using the whole universe. And so, okay, this one kind of thing to keep in in mind. Now, um, if we just look at life across the universe, regardless of whatever life form it is, um, we all share something in common in that we need energy in order to sustain life. Mm -hmm. And however you get it, whether you're a plant getting it from the sun through photosynthesis, um, or you're, an, you know, you're an uh, animal that eats plants, or animals that eat other animals. But one way, shape, or form, we all we all need energy. Um,
0: you uh, would do very well on my daughter's science quiz that she's having yeah. today because we were just studying about all oh, of this yeah right stuff, last right. night. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, and then there's you know there's there's Uh, many dimensions there's ways to draw energy from other dimensions etc etc but but everybody and everything that exists needs energy in order to sustain itself Mm -hmm. and now if we look at let's say the kind of like the within to the non-physical at uh uh, angelics or something like that who don't necessarily have a physical body to maintain it is just through their their own connection straight source connection which through all the energy that they need in order to exist mm-hmm. and so that would be a, that would be a highly evolved being would be such that they have a, their own direct source connection which we all do inside and ultimately along the way we're we're growing evolving remembering pick your right Mm -hmm. word of into a deeper connection with that source point through which we have all the energy that we need in order to sustain life Mm -hmm. okay okay all right now there are other there are uh, individuals races beings and this world and others uh this dimension and others that don't know their source point they haven't tapped that infinite well of energy within them they still need energy in order to sustain and so then what happens is that then they must feed off of others whether it's physically or etherically Depends on the nature of the being and what, where they need energy in order to sustain their existence. So, uh, I mentioned this, okay? This is all just kind of a bit of a context of, of going, okay, so this is the, a bit of a lay of the land. Um, and the, one of the best things that we can do is to be cognizant of our own personal energy in the interactions that we have and then notice what interactions um, actually make us when we come away from them. Do I feel better or do I feel worse? Do I feel depleted by this interaction or do I feel, um, you know, fulfilled in this Mm -hmm. interaction? And so... um, Interactions that are predicated or based in love have this little magicness to them. Is the my heart, your heart. What happens is there's, uh, as one boosts, the other boosts, and Mm -hmm. it's like it's some kind of symbiotic symbiotic thing where um, it's not a uh, zero, it's not the classic zero sum game. Mm-hmm. Where okay, I'm filling myself up because I'm taking from you yeah. to fill n- myself up. That's the that's a zero. What you call a zero sum game. Um. So if there's a winner, there's a loser, and that's not the way that that uh, true love works. It's mm-hmm. that's just what makes it kind of magical because it seems to create a surplus out of. Mm -hmm. Nothing where, okay, I'm filling up and you're filling it up. And so we're both boosted. We're both fulfilled. Where did it come from?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And so this is the, that's the, the beauty of this, you know, love begets love. And, um, and so this is an important quality to, uh, to, to, to be aware of, um, and as they say, uh, maybe you've heard this expression that joy shared is doubled, mm-hmm. right? Sorrow shared is halved. Um, so one of the things to kind of also be on the lookout for is what I would call uh, joy inhibitors, and this is something to be aware of in all all forms of relationships. And that's when you happen to be, or any one of us has happens to be, in a, a joyful state, you're having an awesome day. Could be circumstantial, things are going your way. It could just be you, you just you woke up on the right side of the bed and you're mm-hmm. you're just feeling great. Mm-hmm. you know and so when you're in that heightened state is um is the interactions we have is there is somebody going to throw a dart at you because of that and so it's paying attention like all of a sudden somebody comes along and they just they throw some quip that just knocks you right out of your out of your joy vibe the instant you see they do that, then what they're doing is they're basically they're just they're they're knocking you off your vibration and then they're <laughs> and then they suck up all that that energy and they feed off of it mm. by getting yeah basically it's a it's a theft mm. in a way and so it's it's really important to pay attention to these things because um, now, you know, humanity, um, it's, we've got a long history of doing this kind of stuff, you know, to each other. Um, And it's not really all, there's other, you know, invisible forces at work that compel people to be this way with each other
0: do you want to share a little bit because it brings to mind some I remember stories you've talked about but with your own like initiations early on about how that played out I don't know if it helps to have a little anecdote or Uh,
1: yeah I mean when I was going through my initiations with um this kind of he was uh uh, dark wizard, if you will mm-hmm. and so um and I was learning uh, you know a great deal, but uh those moments that um i would so I would build new constructs or grids or uh, and uh, and that were honing in on my my source point that I had discovered, and so this was the rock that I kept returning to to build off of this off of my connection to source
0: which is your own thing so you you talk about him being a dark wizard you're coming into your own connected with source yes. so it's you're discovering more and more on your own through this the work that you're doing with him but it's opening something Else, up that's more powerful, more true, and more aligned with your life.
1: Correct. Purpose. And so, in the meantime, I'm learning how to build mm-hmm. with my mind. So, mm-hmm. um, but my the the rather than building off of whatever platform he gave me, I'm I'm learning how to build, but I'm building off of my own. Mm-hmm. And I would progress. And as soon as I would get, like, really close to just a, like, having a finished building, he would show up and literally just do, like, a mind wipe and just knock it all over.
0: And he would literally, so you would be by yourself. Yeah. Working in your own mental space. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost culminating in yeah. something really profound yep. internally. Yep. And he would literally show, show up, up kind of out of nowhere. He's supposed to be at work. Yep. He would come around the corner yep. and he would knock you down, which would make it all
1: yeah. crumble. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And
0: that's an interesting thing where you're working in the etheric. He's coming <laughs> in the physical he's dealing with you i'm i'm going to guess like emotionally or something he's saying something emotional or something like to knock you down but it's not that he's necessarily addressing directly what you're doing etherically he's using human emotion or he's using like human trigger
1: uh he would do both okay yeah yeah since he was quite adept then he mm-hmm. would um yeah he would he would like run a Basically have like an etheric bulldozer that would just roll mm. right through and um so uh what this ended up doing it and it, it didn't dissuade me. I just went back to building over and over and over again and so um after a while, I got really good or i it all served a purpose of me of being able to rebuild Mm -hmm. um uh, my constructs rapidly okay okay so it was you know it It was was,
0: quick lessons that served a much higher purpose yeah but were learned in a more in not a very gentle way
1: no no (laughs) and so many
0: of our lessons our most valuable lessons are not learned gently or they're not learned through the teachings of somebody else's experience. That's one thing that this, everything in hindsight, you know, the painful things that have come in my own journey that, you know, can really help to come into gratitude for the things that it's like, Oh, this isn't what I thought it was. And it's heartbreaking and it's disappointing and you know you may even feel anger um or you know despair yeah but if you can get a little bit of space that is really when the rubber i mean you've said this to me like the rubber meets the road when you come up against this kind of stuff and it's like this is not theoretical anymore this isn't like like you're really having to put into practice yeah. Uh, to find, like, what are you going to do with this now? Is it going to strengthen your connection to source? Mm-hmm. Is it going to help you to uncover who you really are? Or is are you just going to reject everything and throw the baby out with the bathwater and be like, oh, nothing is what it seems, you know?
1: Right. And this is um, it, everything that we allow. Will you know? Will make us stronger. So, and
0: everything's that's, our teacher yes, if we let it.
1: If we let it, and so this is where you know adversity, boy, can lead to the greatest, mm-hmm. the greatest growth. And uh, now, you know, I would say that that uh, uh, one of the, I mean, one of the other things to be really kind of cognizant of. Okay, and particularly when you're dealing with other individuals and maybe teachers. uh, uh, Now, uh, there is a, just like you said, everything is our teacher if we allow it. Mm -hmm. So we, but we can allow ourselves, of course, parents will probably know how, how their children can be amazing little teachers, right? right? Uh You know, and so, um, uh, but that doesn't change. That you're the parent and they're the child. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, one of the things is just to not put is is to not put anybody on a pedestal. So we could go. Okay, I may have a teacher and I'm a student, um, uh, or I could be a teacher with a student. But understand, there's no there's no pedestals. Mm-hmm. There's no there's not a hierarchy there. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it just happened that happens to be say roles that are being played, but um but as soon as we put somebody up on a pedestal, what we are intrinsically doing is diminishing our self and our self worth and self value mm-hmm. and so there's a the the so called kind of trick is that what we when we're looking to um uh to a teacher, um we're it's like we're looking for um say knowledge um and say inspiration mm-hmm. and this is something um this is one of the reasons we love stories and books and films and stuff like that is because the characters and in, in the story even if it's fictional can serve as inspiration Mm -hmm. and so to be inspired by another is a that is a healthy thing Mm -hmm. but it's possible that you can let yourself be totally inspired without necessarily putting said person up on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and so that's the the that's the kind of key you know and then of course, yes, celebrities understand this too because they they get put up on pedestals all the time and then, you know, this is why you know they're they're they have encounters with the public when they're just trying to go out and mm-hmm. you know, pick up some groceries or something like that where there's this kind of worship it makes it kind of awkward because it's like they don't really know who that person. celebrity person yeah. really is, mm-hmm. okay? So um so when we worship another by putting them on a pedestal um we're actually giving our power away intrinsically it just is that's just part of it so just hey just don't do that
0: yeah right and that's one of the the main things is um letting a teacher or an organization get in between you and source. That's it. And yeah. so there's really, because this is one of the things that, through everything that I've seen going on, it's, you know, there are various different reactions that I'm seeing happen for, for um, you know, different individuals. And for some, it's like, who do i look to next like mm-hmm. they're looking for that intermediary yeah. they're looking for that person here on earth who can be their guide but but like be their intermedi- intermediary yeah. and we do have guides i mean we do we are given guides we have access to guides but if that i would say would be a true um Like we talked about what are some red flags or what are some things to what are some watch outs for when we are, you know, how do we get the most out of our spiritual path to really make the most out of this time here? One would be, you know, if you are working with a teacher or an organization, use the teachings to get stronger connection to source. People also do this with ETs to be honest, like Mm. with um, alien races Mm -hmm. where they're seeing alien races as their saviors. And, you know, you and, you know, how far do we want to go with this? Maybe you have guides. I don't know. This might not be the this is not the right place for this. But as a further example, you know, this is all about strengthening your own connection to source, really coming into discovery of who your eternal being is, who is your true self, strengthening that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not giving that time and energy that you could be focused on that going, okay, guide, guide, here is, you know, you know, deliver me to source, strengthen my connection to source, guide, you know, it's that's um, from where I am on my path. That has been something that um, has become more and more clear to me is that I have the opportunity here to strengthen my own beingness rather than keep looking for that intermediary that is going to help strengthen that for me on my behalf. That's my job.
1: Right. And, and actually, I think one of the simplest things to do is in the invocation is, is, is to make the call straight to source. You see, that's where you go direct. Mm-hmm. And you go, you're, you call it you know, God, source, whatever. You, know, you can have your own pet name. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's the intent of what you're you're seeking, and you go, you know, dear God, I seek to be closer to you, or mm-hmm. bring us closer together. So it's making this making the appeal mm-hmm. to the to the highest power, and start there, and then you let okay, and then however whoever will help mm-hmm. their assistance or help that comes to facilitate that but the but the request is made direct. Yeah. And so do not be afraid to make the appeal straight to the source.
0: Right. And then like you say the the team will fall into place, In place. and yeah. and I also again like with humility to saying, you know, from what I understand, what I've experienced and what I know at this point, is you know that we do have teams, we have divine teams, we have access, and that can include people here in the physical plane that are here to help us and guide us. But, um, but they are here to support the strengthening of you coming into your power and coming into the fullness of who you truly are. Um, and rather than having, you know, this intermediary. And so it's not, again, it's not like you're an island and you can't, you know, don't accept help and da-da-da, but be aware that there are pitfalls. And so you want to have discernment. Really, it's about discernment. Um, Are there any other, like, red flags that people can look out for?
1: Well, and I'm not the only one to say this or recognize it or, or or uh call this out that the so- the age of the guru is over mm-hmm. so um so anyone who sets themselves up to be you know a guru that's a flag right there okay so um the in this age where it's you are, You are your own guru. The guru is within you. It's not out there. It's not another person. And so, um, and as long as we look to, if we're looking to the external, let that be a little flag in your consciousness that goes, oh, I'm looking externally. And, uh and it's not out there it's in here it's within and so the the that's where we we want this to make the connection as we make it within and then as we do that then things will show up in the external to confirm to support to help um but it's you know it's inside out and that's that's in anybody that teaches otherwise and uh, is
0: maybe trying to gain is
1: selling something, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to gain uh energy in the form of well, it could just be could be etheric draining, it could be financial, it could be any number of things. Um and uh It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not the way and, um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: There's a lot to digest here, I think. And, um, and, and it's hard when you're in it, you know, it's hard to recognize, um, So that's where you really have to, you have to have discernment and you have to be willing to really take a good look at what's going on with you. If you are feeling, you know, if, if there are things that are taking away from you that are taking your power that are, that are, um, you know, it's very, it's very tricky it can be very tricky business, but it really takes a depth and of honesty to really be able to be willing to be honest with yourself about a situation that you may have gotten yourself into because you don't... If you've put your trust into something as sacred to you as your spiritual growth, and then you're starting to see little holes show up in it, it can be really hard to be willing to truly take a look at it and see if it still is in your best interest. And in my own experience, again, there have been a couple of times where I have been involved in organizations and for one reason or another, they no longer were serving. And um, for me one of the things that that just, again, through experience has been, I take a step in, you know, I I like something that I see. So I take a step. And I kind of look around at like, okay, I've just what what do I think about that webinar that I just participated in, or the book I just read, or the whatever, you know, the the newsletter I got, or whatever it is, how do I feel about what they were talking about? And if I like it, then it's like, okay, I may participate in the next opportunity and I'll take that step. And then it's like, how do I feel now? You know, it's like, take that step and look around and it's like, how do I feel? Do I like what I said? Does it, does it resonate? Does it feel good? And this is kind of how you can find yourself and if you think of it as just, it's a series of steps and you just keep kind of opening yourself up to to your discernment and being willing to continue to honestly look at where you are, what step, maybe you're in your 50th step of this path to say, I'm following this teacher, these teachings. And on the 51st step, you're like, something's not feeling right anymore and then really being able to to look and say okay is this still serving me um rather than like well i've taken 50 steps now so i'm all in like i can't go back now you know
1: yeah. and this is um uh <laughs> um in, in ordinary schooling okay then you have you know we don't like oh Okay, you belong in kindergarten, you're slated for kindergarten, and you're going to forever be in kindergarten. No, no. So in our educational system, we have graduations. You go from kindergarten to first, second, third, fourth grade, so forth on on up. Mm -hmm. And um, it's interesting, though, that the uh, particular religious schools, and then by extension also lots of, you know, the mystery schools and, and spiritual... Um, groups that often, you know, turn into cults or that kind of a thing. You see, they don't tend to graduate mm-hmm. their members. So it's it's one of those things of like what you're a part of and understand that this is, it, it's just like a school. It's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but it's like a, this might be a kindergarten or it might be a third grade or it might be a 10th a grade. Um, class as something that you're, you know, you need. But if it, it, when it comes time where you go, oh, you know, all right, um, uh, this has all been like milk, and I'm ready for solid food. Mm-hmm. And they're this this whatever I'm a part of is not serving me any well. To, to your point, and then is is of course make. You know, make follow your your intuition and and go find something new. Um, And it's then it's interesting to see what happens when you try to leave one of these, Mm -hmm. and whether or not there's uh, a a pushback, pullback. There's Mm -hmm. hooks. There's things. All of a sudden, they try to keep you in the fold. Mm -hmm. And that's not that's actually quite quite common um, because the what happens is that in these kind of group dynamics the more followers okay that buy into uh, a specific um, belief then uh, contribute that personal power to actually strengthening that belief Within the overall grid. Mm -hmm. So it's there's one way. If one does not have, you know, a true source connection to bring forth manifest reality, in order to create a reality for themselves, they need followers to believe in it, or else it won't ever even materialize. Mm -hmm. And so this is how the power is actually siphoned off from followers into. Um, a leadership structure that is actually using that power in order to materialize uh, the reality of their choice. Mm-hmm. But it's important to remember there is there is we're all here empowered with the same gifts to be creative, and so um, is your reality. More important than my reality, or vice versa. No. And so, my reality ought not, is not to take precedence over yours. Mm -hmm. Because the one thing that feels really awesome is when we're each, if I'm living Mm -hmm. my reality, my world, and you're living yours. Mm -hmm. And there's this way when we do this and we're living our truth my reality doesn't conflict with yours we're like mm-hmm. and so this is how as as every, you know wave and magic wand and we have um everyone on this planet is living in their purpose in their highest joy then there is there is no conflict mm-hmm. on this planet. In fact, we'll even as we go pursue all of our this huge spectrum of individual um, preferences and in our purpose mm-hmm. uh, that could take us in all sorts of different directions. Um, that the whole will work together beautifully and harmoniously. And there's the, the what we can. Achieve and will achieve in this is is you know is beyond even our wildest imaginings, mm-hmm. and so this is not about you know this is the the, the enlightenment of this uh, of this world is not to turn us all into you know uh, you know some you know. You're doing yoga in a, in a cave, or mm-hmm. like some kind of classical, uh, you know, spiritual kind of right thing. Um, no, and it's it's just this this sheer diversity of of you know of
0: expression
1: expression in so many different forms, and mm-hmm. you know I I love it. Like okay, there are those of us who, ah, um, eh, you know, cleaning. Isn't our thing, mm-hmm. all right, but then there's other people who walk into a room and a, or a house or something like, "Oh, I just love to clean this place up." Yeah. Go figure. Mm-hmm. So somehow, magically, everything will get done because when, cause we have it all here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is this is a, maybe a, the, the biggest or the most important thing is is yeah trusting that inner in, that intuition that's guiding you into why you're here
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that you can be doing what you're here to do and the payoff of living in that purpose is is joy everlasting and you'll know it and you'll feel it and so we are not here to live any uh, anyone else's reality or to manifest for someone else what they what they want mm-hmm. we're here to live in our purpose such that the life of our own dreams can unfold and as that we do that then that helps everyone else to live the life of their dreams as well
0: mm-hmm beautiful wow well thank you a beautiful way to wrap that up and tie a bow on it
1: yes well yeah. thank you Kara and yeah. thank you all uh, many blessings to each and every one as you uh,
0: as we all come deeper into the fullness of who we are and what our what our life's purpose is, what our joy is, yeah. Amen. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.